everybody, welcome to Happy Hour with the Three Guys, and we are at the Three Guys Bar, and thanks for tuning in to episode 20 of Happy Hour with the Three Guys. A little repetitive, but you're good. The only podcast where we talk until the bartender notices how large our tab has gotten and kicks us out. Today we're going to talk about a bunch of different random things, and super troopers, and um, stuff like that. So just listen, be surprised, learn with us. Here we go! Happy hour. Happy hour starts now. Hello, everybody. I'm Dylan. I'm William. And I'm Brad. This is the Three Guys. And this is Happy Hour with the Three Guys, episode 20. The only podcast you never knew you did not want. Um, the intro was a little shaky. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. But uh, <coughs> I mean, with, with our new format, we really just don't know how what we're going to get in yeah. and what we're going to talk about. So, like, basically, we stop at an hour, regardless of what we're in. We stop at an hour. We don't try to fit anything in. Anything carries over. I guess I could be professional and record an intro after we're done and, and get in there what we're going to get in there. But I mean, the the point of us doing the podcast is to get quick weekly content for you guys. As quick as possible, as simple as possible, on the editors, and uh, that's that's what we're gonna do. Which is so. why the quality is just so damn high. It's it's, it's an the amazing cons- the consistency and quality of this podcast it's, is it's, just it's it's literally the best podcast yes. you'll ever hear. Yes, and I'm not using the word literally in a sense that it's not appropriate. Yes, of all the podcasts I've heard with their production values and that, no, this is still right on top of the mountain. I listen to other podcasts, and uh, I, I do like a lot of their their, their methods, but I, I mean, I know they go back and they dub in their music, and they dub in their intros, but I mean, I want this to be as fast and fresh and fluid as possible, and I mean, that's why we kind of wing it. We do we do it as we, we do it, and we've got a lot of good response from it, so we're going to keep it up. You want, you want to do some free plugs and talk about the other podcasts we listen to? Um, we can do that, but I was actually going to bitch about a lot of the podcasts I listen to. Well, I mean, they're not paying us anyway, so... Well, I, I think a lot of podcasts are very boring. Hmm? I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of them are boring. And not and if they're not boring, which I'm not saying we're like, oh my God, the three guys are here. But, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are boring, and I, I, I find myself zoning it. Which, I mean, I guess that's what a podcast is made for anyway, to listen to in the background and come in in bits and pieces. But I'll find myself kind of zoned out for a lot of podcasts. And something that really takes me out of it is when there's a podcast that has got, like, every 15 minutes, like, four advertisements. I hate that. I understand you've got people paying you to do this, and you've got sponsors, and that's great. But I don't know. I just I don't like that format. And I think if we started (laughs) plugging people that were paying to be plugged in our podcast... I think I would put them in, in the beginning or the end and be like, this podcast is brought to you by such and such. And, I mean, we do kind of do that, but we don't have a full 30-second commercial back-to-back with three other commercials broken up in the middle of the podcast. Which is exactly why we turn down all those sponsorship offers. Every one. Yes. I'll just right in the middle of them. Yeah, they'll, some of they'll, them. They'll, they'll break up. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to name any names, but, but there are a few off the top of my head that I can think of right now that they'll have in in a little bit less than one full hour, about 45, 50 minutes, they'll have three commercial breaks and they'll play three 30-second ads. Right in the middle of it. Well, I mean, broken up, I guess every third of it. But oh, yeah, 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 I mean, they it's it just it irritates me. And like I said, I know they're, they got people paying them, and that's great. But um, 
I mean, we, we had beer that we, we reviewed in the middle of the podcast, and we always name drop those guys, and we're like, hey, this this thanks for such and such for bringing us beer to to check out and try out in the middle of the podcast. But I mean, we're not we're not have dedicating. I mean, maybe that's why we don't have more sponsors. Maybe that's why because we're not willing to dedicate that time. But well, if you do, you do it at the end. I think kind of like credits yeah. at the end of a movie. But that's not what they want. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if I had a guy. <laughs> back a dump truck of money to my house I might put a couple of them yeah. in the oh yeah I mean well there's one there's one of them that I really like every episode dead in the heart of it right in the middle it's about a minute and a half almost two minutes just nothing but uh, nothing but plugs so it's a lot I will admit though it does make it a lot easier for me because like whenever they're coming up on it I know exactly when to hit that 15 second skip a couple times that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll skip them. What's everybody drinking today? Beer, uh, New England IPA. Dad joke. You got you got my dad joke IPA. Um, I'm also drinking dad joke, and it's really nice, really refreshing. I really hate to pat myself on the back. I, I, I'm the most critical person ever about my own beer, but this is is this is probably my pinnacle. I mean, I don't think I've made a beer better than this. Yeah. And I've been brewing for a long time. Yeah, I like it, which I like IPAs too. So, I mean, the, the nose and the flavor is just everything is good for me. Yeah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking an Irish Red because Irish Red. New England IPAs are just uh, a little too mainstream at this table. <laughs> so, I guess I, I have lost some. my hipster uh, badge. Yeah, I bought a, a home brewed. Uh, yeah. Dang. I okay. just had a fucking, just my head just exploded. You know, there's a lot of people that, that are live on the radio that if they have about four seconds of silence, the they get cut off and they automatically play a commercial. Yeah. So I think we should probably be playing a commercial from one of our great sponsors since Brad apparently can't even get out what he brought today. I brought you a thing. It's a, it's a beer. It, it has a particular style. It's the same thing that it, you're drinking. It, an Irish Brad ring? brought yes, an two uh, home brews that was made by somebody yes. else that were made by. Sorry, I went full redneck on you there. Uh, they, he brought a couple home brews made by somebody else, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna review those live here, and then hopefully the, the person that gave them to him will listen and tell us what he thinks about. Them. So we get one Hello. extra listener this week. Nice five five people checking this it, one. It's got to be at least six. Woo woo. Uh, but you got a uh, Belgian triple and mm-hmm. an Irish red, right? Yes. Okay. yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Man, that burp smells bad. Yeah, tease that one out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whew, yeah, dude, I told you, it was man. Hard. I'm not sure what happened there. Oh, did you have hot garbage for breakfast? <laughs> what? I had bacon and sausage. Oh. She turned. She turned on us. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. Uh, my, my ABV, my uh, BAC was a little bit too low, and it, it converted all that natural sugar and that maple syrup <laughs> that I had with my French toast stick. Uh, converted that into alcohol. <laughs> French toast stick. There's just one. Yeah. There's just one. <coughs> All right. So. I'm really liking that IPA. Yes. So what what are we diving into today? What are we What are we going to sit and chit chat? Um, got a lot of stuff to talk yeah. about. Um, we we talked about this last week, and for anybody that listened last week, I think we probably just need to go ahead and say we're sorry. Last week we were we, we had kind of just now getting back up on the horse and and really we had a couple weeks off and and we were 
we were significantly into the evening by that point, and it was a very poor podcast. I, I think I did well. You, you, yeah, you did all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, between one guy fading in and out of consciousness, <laughs> and another guy worried about the frozen lines in the keyser. I mean, it was, it was kind of rough at times. But um, if you did stick through that podcast, thank you so much. I'm going to send you a shirt. Do you want a shirt? <laughs> I'll send you a shirt. Get a hold of me if you did with proof, and I'll send you a shirt. Yeah, so there's that one. I still get the list. I'm not sure how they're going to send you. Is it just going to be a video of them listening to it for an hour? It's going to be one hour video. Oh, okay. You have a lot of free time coming up this week. I'm just going to hit that 15 second skip. Oh, okay. <laughs> as long as it looks legit all the way through, we'll send a t shirt. Um, actually, I'll probably send some t shirts out just to a few people that randomly selected. Um, speaking of which, I guess we can talk about the Craft Brewers Conference. Yes. Uh, so big news, guys. We are going to Nashville to the National Homebrewer. No, it's not the Homebrewer. National Brewers Association Craft Brewers Conference. This is a pretty big deal for us, guys. We were invited to come out here. We're going to go. We, we we confirmed this past week. We're going to go, and uh, we're going to have some guests on the podcast. We're going to record a podcast from the CBC. Um, in the coming weeks, you're going to see videos of us at the trade show and some seminars, and we're also going to do some uh, surprise featurettes on different brewers down there, and uh, you also may see some of your favorite tap rooms um, live on the three guys. So uh, I'm sure we'll probably have lots of tweets and Instagrams and Facebook Live videos and junk like that. So. No, uh, but yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of cool stuff gonna happen. And um, if you, if you can get in at this point, come down there, and we may give you some free swag. Swag, swag, swag. Trying to get my hipster back. Yeah, the stuff we all get. <laughs> <laughs> swag. And I get to enjoy it from work. Yeah. <laughs> we so, tried, man. We tried. Fucking and, off. and and uh, the podcast that we'll be recording. From Nashville, with a I very with I a very that. special guest. I said we we're going to have some guests. Very yeah, but we have a very special one that I'm looking forward to interviewing. We do, we do. Yes, and I think I'm going to drop it there. I think I'm going to tease that one out. Just say that there's one very special guest we're going to have uh, on the upcoming podcast from Nashville, and it's it should be it's either going to be awesome or a train wreck, and we're going to see which direction that goes. Uh, I think it'll be okay. I think it's going to um, be awesome. I mean, I, I won't say too much. Uh, we are going to be meeting with a guy who is with the Beer Bloggers Conference um, that's going to happen. It was at North Carolina, I believe. Um, but anyway, he's, Virginia, just outside of Virginia. D.C. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, th- this particular guy, he is uh, going to be on our podcast to talk about the Craft Brewers uh, Bloggers Conference, um, which I don't think we'll be able to make it to that. But uh, hopefully we can. We'll see if we can or not. But, uh, but yeah, he'll be on there talking about that next week, which you will hear next next week and um this should be good should be entertaining or we may be drunk and it may be a train wreck like last week Mm. Mm. (laughs) so um we talked about this like i started earlier but i kind of got train wrecked on that um we we talked last week while we were drunk about um how we feel when we run across a beer that we know somebody put a lot of hard work into, and we know somebody kind of just, it's their joy and their pride and their soul, and, and, and then we get to it and, and we don't like it. How do, how, do, how do you feel when you get a beer that 
you have to hurt somebody's feelings and say it's not that good. We already talked about this one. I, I told said you. That. I hate it that I do, but I will. Yeah. I'll call your kid ugly to your face. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I feel honesty is the best policy. Well, it, it is. I mean, that's what we, we always strive to do. I but, mean, if you're a bear um, advocate and you know bear inside and out and there's some maybe somebody new to, to homebrew and they think it's a masterpiece and you're like, eh, well, son, you didn't want to quite hit the yeah. nail on the head right there. Um, Which I guess is why we're never going to go to Anheuser and talk about the Aritas to anyone, ever. No, no, we, we actually, and I think this is another one of those cases where the people that actually invited us didn't actually watch our videos, but we have standing invitations from AB InBev to come in knowing that they probably, what what little amount of malt beverage they put into the Aritas <laughs> is probably not made there, but um, no, they want us to come in, and, and I, I mean, I'll be honest, I've never been on the AB InBev tour, but I've heard people's accounts of when they did go, and they say it's a completely different experience. They've got stuff there that they let you sample that they don't sell to the public. Really? And it's it's really good stuff. And I will say that there is one that they made. It was part of, was it the uh, Brewmaster Collection or something like that? Brew, brew House something? Anyway, they had one that they released a limited time, and we actually we tried another one. They had three beers that was part of a special... Uh, collection uh, from from the the brew house or whatever it was when we went to the Tennessee Cigar and Brew Fest and we we had three different ones two were mediocre one was good but they don't sell those to the public and it actually turned out that they did sell one of the ones we tried but they didn't sell the one we liked so uh, I mean they they do have good stuff there and they get props that they're able to stay consistent but just uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I do. I feel guilty when we come across one. But I, I just want people to know, and I want brewers to know, and I want home brewers to know that if we don't like your beer, that doesn't mean we don't like you. Don't take it personal. That just means that it did not suit one of the three opinions of the three guys. And we say that at the end of all of our videos now that <laughs> we're just three guys with three opinions, and that's how it is. That's That's just is what it is so we won't talk about that again but i just wanted to kind of touch on that while sober um that yeah soberer 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 um yeah we're gonna get cut off we gotta keep talking yep what are some things that you have said talking about upsetting brewers what are some things that you've said or done that you instantly regretted. And I don't mean like you you ran over a dog and you regretted it. I don't mean like that. I mean like something stupid. Just something absurd that, that was completely dumb and, and you said it and instantly regretted it. I mean, that's like 26 years of my life. <laughs> Only 26. I've had a couple, you know, good moments. It's 26 out of 33, pretty dumb shit. I think the first four probably don't count. And, and that gives you four years in yeah. the difference. So there were four years that you were okay. Yeah. Definitely wasn't this year. Mm-mm. No. No, no. That's like, I don't think we have enough time for all the dumb <laughs> shit I've said. Well, I mean, I, I put that down because <coughs> I got to be kind of reminiscing about some things. And um, I remember I, I, was, I was dating a girl and I was eating dinner with her parents for the first time. And... I want to preface this because I'm, what I'm going to say, and there's going to be some people out there that think I am a blithering idiot for what came out of my mouth. And I don't know why. It was just a complete disconnect from brain and mouth. 
But anyway, um, we were eating like homemade Chinese food that they made. I'd had Chinese food before. Was this the, the Dana's daughter that you dated? No. The ones that were there? No. Houses? It doesn't matter who it is, but it's not. It doesn't work. Just, it's just in general. Um, damn, Brad. Damn, Brad. But uh, anyway, we were sitting there eating, and um, they asked, would I like an egg roll? I said, no, I don't like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what egg rolls were. I don't know why I said that, but it's just, yeah. And y'all didn't work out. No, not yeah, because of that. Yeah, it lasted yeah. a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, just completely absurd. I knew what was uh, just complete disconnect between brain and mouth. But um, I was at someone's house, and my cousin had just gotten married, and um, it, it involved names and everything. And anyway. Um, they said, is she a black? Because that's, that was her last name. But I don't know why. Oh, no. But in my the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, no, she's white. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's a couple of things. I'm, I'm actually kind of embarrassed to, to let that out. Yeah. But uh, I have blonde moments like that all the time. Just about every day. Let's uh, hear one. Well... I got so many. But uh, one that sticks out to me, of course, I've been drinking for a while, too. We were up at Hubs, and uh, this is when Nikki was... Don't name names. Names don't matter. (laughs) Not even restaurants? No. No. Okay. Well, we were at a restaurant. It's out there now. People in Japan are going to be listening to this. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, we were at a restaurant, me and... uh, (laughs) I don't think people from Tokyo are going to be looking for Hubs. Anyway. Me, Me and my wife, we were sitting down with a friend of hers, you know having a few beers and mm-hmm. drinking and uh, of course eating and stuff like that and uh nikki nikki looked at me and she more was, names yeah. more, more names my wife looked at me <laughs> <laughs> now there's no question about who nikki is to him yes 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 nor where they eat so it's like yeah. you've narrowed it down like, just, if you have any stalkers that, that want to get at you would you from, like to go ahead and just recite your home address phone number and social security <laughs> number real quick hang on let me get my wallet Anyways, uh, we were sitting there. I'll take a debit card number. (laughs) And uh, my wife. Don't say that out loud, though, because I need to get to it before somebody else might hear it. (laughs) My wife asked me, she's like, don't you think that, that, you know, my friend's makeup is is really, really, really good? And I was just like, she looks like a clown. (laughs) It was just, it was. Did she hear you? Yes. Okay. She was sitting right in front of me. That's good. It was horrible. Yeah. Not for me, I didn't care. <laughs> but it was horrible for for my wife. She was very, very embarrassed. I can see that. Yeah. Very, very embarrassed. I don't know if that was a good one or not. Not a great one. No, no, it wasn't. I think egg rolls was a lot yeah. better than that. Yes, it was. I think I think the ACA Black is probably the king of the mountain on this uh, one. Oh, I know. I I know. I have so many, but <laughs> this is probably one of those that I should have said. Hey, this is one thing that you got to think about yeah. before we get to the table. See, my thing is, is I have so, I I put up so many mental blocks on things like that, and I know I mm-hmm. do because if I could honestly just flip back through some files, there's probably about nine I could rattle off right now. But I have such a bad habit of so many things embarrass me, and so many things I wish I either would not have said or done that I immediately just start constructing these barriers between that actually happened and what's going on in my life now. Mm-hmm. I file those so far away in the back corner of dusty attics that I'm glad that I uh, can't recall them. Right, right, right. Because no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, if I ever looked into one of those boxes, I'd probably kill myself before the day was over. <laughs> Y'all probably... Because I get embarrassed way too easy. I don't 
really get embarrassed, God, I really. Like, I, I got kind of embarrassed reliving the, the egg rolls and the black comments, but... Um, and if you're just now joining us, it wasn't a racist thing. It was, a, but and, and you always anything that's racist you prefaced with this is not racist. But because there's a lot of people that just yeah. jump into a podcast twenty minutes in. Well, so. I mean, if you want to skip all those advertisements <laughs> that most of them have, um, I don't. I don't get embarrassed. I don't really care what people think of me. I think I get more embarrassed when I revisit something. I think at the time it's just like Psh, I don't care. Yeah, y'all can probably recite more stupid stuff that I've done than I can. No, I don't have time, Brad. It's an hour podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, y'all. They know his name. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, see, now he's scared to say that. <laughs> I know, right? I haven't been around long enough. <laughs> Better not say the names of the guys on the podcast talking right now. That's why we want to familiarize anyone listening with their voice. Oh my! <laughs> I think this is a pretty good one right here. He's, he's all about personal names yeah. and everything. Until it's okay, guy in the black shirt on the other side of the table. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll revisit that one now that we know that's a topic. Y'all can think of something. To bring I should tell you the truth. That would be that's really just it. Black topic. shirts are too mainstream at this table. I have to go with something else. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Where's my fedora? <laughs> that would be a fun talk topic to talk about if we have more time and not be kind of like right on the spot about it and trying to think real hard. Fedoras? No. <laughs> you can get an topic. hour out of fedoras? No. No? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not really so much of a bent brim type of guy. I like that sharp crease on the front more. I'm a brown derby motherfucker. <laughs> I don't wear hats. Dumb, dumb Duggan, man. Why dumb, do you, dumb you really Duggan. need a derby hat? I'd take a derby hat. You really need one. Folks, we, we got a derby hat. Yeah, we, we got to work on that. <laughs> I've got to get you one of those. I'll, I'll uh, start wearing it when I grow that mustache out. Yeah, still waiting on that payoff. Well, <laughs> we didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of feedback on that one. That was at the beginning. So um, until we until we get like twenty people to confirm it, which I got no issue with it. It's just like, is, is there... why don't you go ahead and start now? By the time you're done growing it, twenty people will have chimed in. <laughs> it's just what sucks about it, though, is like. If, if I could just wake up and it would be finished, that would be fine. That would be perfect. But I hate when it kind of starts growing down into my mouth. And I just, that's the part that bothers yeah, you me. you eat more. And I save, eat a lot I save of chunks it. of taco for later. That's that's what I don't like. I don't, I just. I just trim mine. Mine was about probably a quarter inch hanging over my lip. But you I always. Like, yeah. Huh? You it, it? it was down pretty far. I mean, just eyeballing, looking at it while I was sh- trying to trim it up in the mirror. It bothers me. Like, if I can, like, put my lower lip above my upper lip and feel it, like, pull down into my lip, I don't like it. Yeah. And, yeah, we're all doing that at the table right now. Yep. Um, sure are. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on something in very short detail All right. um, everybody knows Roseanne is rebooted yes and I everybody the, the main focus is that it's political now mm-hmm. very we stopped talking about politics on the podcast because it was just such a disconnect from the fun and everything else so we stopped that and we recognized that mm-hmm. I think Roseanne could have been every bit as successful I was wanting to watch it more before they started bringing politics in it than yeah. I did after they started I don't know why politics has to be such a big deal. Here's my big de- my, my big issue with politics involved in Roseanne is in the original show, she was for equal rights for women. Mm-hmm. She was for this and this. She was she was for everything 
opposite what she would be for. Regard, I'm not. I'm not aligning myself with either side. I'm just saying mm. that the original Roseanne show would the, that person would not have endorsed Trump mm. in the way that the one on the current show is. They they basically shoehorned politics into it. Because the original person was for equal rights for homosexuals and all this, and it's it's just everything that that Trump is not for. So I mean, I don't know why they even bothered to do that. And then that's all I'm going to say about it. I just I just feel like it was shoehorned in there because it's a popular thing to do yeah. now. We we didn't enjoy watching that. We watched we watched the first two episodes, and God, I was just like, damn, this... Irish Red is just fucking. Fighting me over here. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's turn that down. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen a nine finger head on a beer before. More than that, man. More than that. That's like a seventeen. Anyway, you you didn't enjoy it, which actually kind of surprises me. Not not any shots at you or anything, but your family largely aligns on the right, which should have been right up your alley for that show. Yeah, it just it's it's not the same. That yeah. when, when we used to watch it, you know, back when the first, you know, when Roseanne first aired a long time ago, you know, it's just not the same. Yeah. Everything, everything has changed. I think everybody's just a little tired of, uh, you know, everything having to do with a political story right now. I think yeah, everybody's just... does. I'm, I'm getting... I'm like, can we just enjoy some shit? Yeah, I think I think everybody's looking for a bit of escapism just to get away from it because it's it's everywhere you turn. Yeah, and I We're, think that's that's a good point. People people need to get away from reality. Stop bringing all these re, real subjects into yeah. sitcoms. It's not a reality show. Doesn't have to have anything to do with Trump. No. So yeah. Which is why we, uh, which why we geared away from it. We did. We and did. Why and we should walk away from it now. Well, we're we're going to. Yeah. But uh, I mean, uh, beer and stuff. There, there's some videos that I watch on YouTube, and there's there's <laughs> podcasts that I listen to, and every once in a while they shoehorn a shot at politics in there, and it really made me realize how much it was not needed in our podcast mm. because you can get that anywhere else, and honestly, it, everywhere it, else, it, it's detrimental to the product, and it. It's go- going to annoy 50% of your fan base. Um, Some people dig it, and that's why a lot of people, they look for that. They listen to a lot of things and try to watch things that have to do just with politics because they want to go home and gripe and complain and bitch. And <laughs> well, there's there's plenty of outlets for it right now. There's more than enough that, that we don't have to really talk about it. Yeah, no, we're, we're done with that. I just kind of want to touch on yeah. that. But since we, we brought up pop culture, um, what are some things that everybody's into? Video games, movies, TV, music, whatever. Uh, whatever you, you may be obsessed with right now. What are some things that you're into? We'll start with Brad. Well, lately I've been getting in better shape. That's good. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Been going every day. I need to do some shit like that. I've been going every day for since, I think, First week in February. You want to name drop your gym? Nope. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the address? Nope. nope. Okay. Well, what that. hours you're there? <laughs> Between 3 and 4. AM, where nobody else is watching. Yes. That's, that's my favorite gym, where nobody else is at. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been trying to watch a little bit more. Of course, uh, you inspired me more with your uh, keto diet. Oh, yeah. I shit all over that. Yeah. When you were I, I don't know how, it. but I haven't gained anything, and I've been eating like a horse. I... I it, like I'm still sitting where I was when I lost all the weight, and I'm not going up. It's weird. Hmm. I've lost I've lost some weight. Uh, when I first started, I weighed. Of course, this is me now. I'm still little, 
But I weighed, I, I actually weighed to about almost 210 pounds before I started going to the gym and changing my diet. Now I weigh about 184, 185. I would really like to go to a gym, but I'm in the type of shape where... I need to go to a gym before I'm ready to start going to a gym. Yeah. You have <laughs> so, like the fat gym I can yeah. go to first. Yeah, I need the I need the one with like no front windows where everybody just kind of doesn't want to look at anyone else for a while, and then I'll be ready to go See, to the other gym. That's what I like about the gym that I go to is like they have the front windows to the treadmills, but then like where all the weights and stuff are are kind of like around the corner tucked away, and yeah. you can be by yourself. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of people there when I go. It's like four other people there and they're all cool they're all cool legit people they're not just like over in the the mirror flexing yeah. and and looking at themselves and being that cocky arrogant see when i used to hit the gym I, I was i went to a 24-hour gym and that's what i loved about it because I, I work very late hours and uh, i at the time i was going my job would let out early in the a.m hours and i could just run over there and no one was there and i could just oh yeah i just hop up on a treadmill or on a like a cross train or something and my flabby fat ass could just flap back and forth (laughs) and there was nobody there to judge me and it was great because no one could hear the wheezing or see the puddles of sweat (laughs) beginning the ass cracks doing this uh, I, I'm just thinking about the last time that I could stand on a chair and comfortably see over the hill into the 100s was like second grade. Now, that's about the last time I was that close to the 100s. Uh, see, college. College is the closest I've gotten in a long, long time. Because I got down to 216, mm-hmm. which was a reasonable throw back to the coveted 199 yeah. mark. Well, my goal whenever I was heavy in the keto was 210, 220. And um, even that, I, I, whenever I, I actually lost like 120 pounds a long time ago, and uh, I was I was 260, and uh, I lost that from the heaviest I ever was. And 260, I was like really, like I won't say thin. I was never, I'd never been thin, but I was comfortable and uh well you felt better i did and i mean it it was more it was a physical appearance comfort too it it, like i i think back one of the golf trips that's been coming up on facebook lately is when we went to uh a particular it was kentucky lake i'm not going to try to fight it anyway we went to kentucky lake for a golf trip and there was one picture that makes my rotation and my facebook profile pictures every once in a while but i'm like in backswing and i'm just i'm felt as shit in that picture (laughs) and i go back to it and um, that that was the the pinnacle of, of my my weight loss right there, and I would like to get back to that. But uh, I need to do something. I mean, I, I like I've said, I shit all over keto. I haven't haven't done anything keto related. I haven't done anything diet related since I stopped keto. Haven't gone up, so it's still time to reverse it. But it's just so hard when you're not doing keto to stay full. That was the main benefit to keto for me was I would be full. And I just can't stay full on an apple for breakfast, man. It's just, it's not working for me. So I got to find something that can satisfy my hunger. See, I, I have one, uh, I have uh, an example like you have that uh, golf photo for you. Mm-hmm. Mine is every damn time I watch a Three Guys video. Yeah, in the, in the opening the credits. Ones. There's one uh, where I've been just super big on that uh, calorie counting diet I was on. Yeah. And there's a quick snippet. 
in uh, the opening sequence to uh, the Three Guys Beer Reviews, where we're at the uh, Tennessee Cigar and Brew Festival. I think we were talking oh, to yeah, Ivan. Yeah. And uh, I'm standing there, and I'm in an extra large shirt, a 1X. <laughs> and like I, like I, you can actually see the shape of my shoulders without a man tit anchoring it down. Yeah. Um, and, one yeah. of my, my guidelines <laughs> is like when I lost all the weight originally, I could feel my collarbones really yes. well. And like I could take my shirt off and look in the mirror, and I had collarbones. So I'm still looking for the collarbones. <laughs> yeah, that was back whenever I used to be able to sit and like you could actually see the fact that I had a rib cage. You couldn't count ribs. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been that skinny, but you could see I had a rib cage under there somewhere. Have you ever thought about intermittent fasting? Well, that was part of keto, and I just I, I would I would basically kind of do that. I wouldn't fast for super long amount of time. But I would eat breakfast, which would be usually bacon, no lunch at all, and I would not eat again until supper, and then I would not eat again until breakfast. So I had two meals a day spaced about equally out, and that's all I would eat. And it worked great because, I mean, even if you're not doing keto, if you're not eating, you're not going to gain weight. Well, speaking of which, my fast is coming up uh, this week. Yeah? Yes. Yep. Start starts uh, starts tomorrow as of recording this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna try intermittent fasting here in a couple of months. So yeah, next 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 couple of days gonna be a little hungry. Gonna be a little hungry. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's gonna be an interesting uh, podcast from Nashville. No, Nashville's uh, Nashville's the week after. I'll be, uh, okay. I'll be good then. Okay, you'll you'll be yeah. By then. Oh no, I try. If it were if the trip we're going on were to come up this week, I'd have moved the fast. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, this, that's how people die. <laughs> yeah, no, this coming it, week. That's why I've been scared to try it. I'm like, oh, fasting. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill somebody fasting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that bad, but it's, it, once you get over the mental hurdle, then yeah. it's okay. I mean, yeah. I, the first day is hard. Once you get past that, it's, yeah, I, I mean, it's our like, bodies I, are designed to go extended oh, periods. I mean, I, mean I know that it's just it's just a mental thing. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, I gotta eat. But yeah, no, it's two times a year I do this in uh, April. Is uh, one of my fasts. So. That's this week. Yay! And I eat, I eat twice a day. I eat during uh, I eat about nine in the morning, and then I eat again probably around six at night. See so that just, time I was talking about whenever uh, you know I'd lost all that weight that you can, if you look real close, you can catch a glimpse of it in the opening credits to a three guys beer review. Uh, I eat four times a day. I had, I had at least four meals a day with a snack. Well, they say I mean the, the more you eat, the higher your metabolism goes because you've got to burn more calories. Yeah. But, I mean, there's there's no scientific way to lose weight. You reduce your calories it, below what yeah. your body burns. It literally varies pr- I mean, for I every guess, person. Literally, don't every time science, you eat, too, your body produces insulin, which uh, well, that, and that's, that's another benefit of keto. Whenever you're having low carbs, your body's not producing as much insulin, which burns more fat. Yeah. Insulin, insulin tells your body to store the carbs for later. Yeah. See, I quit, I quit trying to consume any kind of sugar whatsoever. I will say that the only part of the diet that I was on that I have mostly retained except for sweet tea is soft drinks because before keto I would drink Dr. Pepper and I love Dr. Pepper but I have gotten now to where I only drink Coke Zero or Diet Dr. Pepper and regular Coke and and Dr. Pepper taste awful to me now. It's just so sweet. And I've heard people say that before, and I was like, no, but this is amazing. Well, no, now I see it. I was the same way with Mountain Dew. You know, I drink Mountain Dew five, six, seven times a day. I don't drink none no more. No more. You don't drink drink none no more. None no No, more. So that means you drink a lot. (laughs) But no, I, I, I drink... Coke Zero and Dr. Pepper now, except for the occasional sweet tea, usually on a Saturday if we go out to eat. 
Uh, and and I think that's the only thing maintaining my weight is not drinking all of the soft drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that's what made me lose the uh, well the weight that I did lose was quitting soft drinks because mm-hmm. I didn't try and change nothing else really in my diet and besides the last couple of weeks. Right. You know, I just cut out Mountain Dews and I dropped about 16, 17 pounds. So that's uh, whenever I was on my calorie count, that was a big one because cutting out soda, man, that. That freed up a ton of calories. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got rid of sodas. I, I watched my sugar intake real carefully. Like, I wouldn't even eat too much fruit at one time. Yeah, see, I don't just eat, I hardly eat any fruit. I say fruit is uh, one of those things that causes an insulin response, mm-hmm. which is why you're not supposed to eat it. And I love fruit. I love strawberries and apples. So. But, uh, yeah, no, that was my thing. It was four meals a day plus a snack. Uh, I'd structure the highest one-time calorie intake very early in the day. And then I would taper them to my lowest calorie intake later in the day. No eating any closer to than four hours before I went to sleep. And right. yeah, as like I said, if you pay really close attention to that opening credit, you can see it actually paid off very well. Yeah, because your, your, your last meal was a small meal and you sleeping throughout <laughs> the day or throughout the night, I meant, or the day, because I know you want Whenever, those. whenever yeah. you can. Whenever you can. <laughs> You know, that last meal that you had, you know, you probably didn't have a whole lot of sugar in it, if any. And then, you know, your body going to burn the rest of that sugar while you're sleeping. When you get up, you know, if you don't eat right you away. You don't burn jack shit when you're sleeping. Hmm? You don't you, burn. You burn residuals. Yeah. Not, I yeah. mean, that's that's just for yeah. breathing. I mean, yeah. that's not well, from what I heard, you're that, supposed to concentrate on sugars while you're sleeping. You're supposed to burn sugar while you're sleeping. You need a donut and go to sleep, and it's like you never ate a donut. <laughs> no, I mean you, you're still gonna, you're still gonna, still your body's still gonna have that donut in it. But I mean, like if you if you knock down the amount of sugar, grams of sugar that you consume before you go to bed, you know your body's still supposed to work on sugar first, and then it transitions into fat. Right. So and yes. that's the main goal is to try and get your body to transition into fat and burn fat right. instead of sugar. Folks, we're going to move in from our health discussions to a 60-second beer review. Um, kind of going the opposite direction there, okay? Yes. We're going to work on our beer guts. <laughs> yes. Um, not that we haven't already from everything on the table here, but uh, the bar. Sorry, the bar. Uh, we're going to move into a 60-second beer review. This is going to be the brewery, and everybody that listens knows how much I love the brewery. Uh, this is Nine Ladies Dancing, which is... Eight, a- gentif- Oh no! Well, okay. it is it is a Christmas beer. It, it is a Christmas beer, um, but this particular one caught my attention because it's an ale brewed with cocoa nibs, vanilla, coffee, and lactose, and that is my fucking wheelhouse. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> it is 11.3 percent ABV. Who? Yep. Um, it is a bomber, of course, and uh, we're gonna drink it. Yeah, as soon as Dylan can get it open. Damn, man, I'm having issues with that opener. I'm gonna have to get a new one. It's the opener. It's not you. I think it is. It's like the it's bottle it. opener. Well, let's, let's, let's find out. All right. And... Nope. Maybe the brewery just cares. <laughs> when they cap it, they cap it with passion. It's going to be flat the time I get in. Yeah. I think that... A lot of times I like to make a joke about how, like, oh, if you could only see... I'm pretty sure they could hear the struggle on that one. Because <laughs> that was struggle. It wasn't easy. Yeah. As he glugs it out into the glass. Good podcasting whenever you listen to somebody pour. And we're going to take a quick break for our next sponsor while Dylan pours. How you like that for immersion? They they, they didn't hear any of that. (laughs) Try again. That may may be an opening sound effect if they did catch it. (laughs) It's a little bit of something on the waveform there. 
That's the that's the sound of the coolers in the background. That's all. So, yes. Cocoa nibs, vanilla, coffee, and lactose. Lactose is making it look a little cloudy against the light. Oh shit! Our sixty seconds starts now. But, uh, yeah, it it it's kind of cloudy. I guess I'm used to doing this on film with yes. more time. You're panicking during your own segment. I am. I am. <laughs> 60 seconds. It smells, and go. It smells vegetal. It doesn't really smell like anything on the bottle. Yeah. Maybe like raw cocoa beans, which <laughs> I, I mean. not really pick nothing, just to. Maybe they didn't roast the nibs or something, but uh, I always... I'm getting just like a little faint vanilla, but yeah, raw coffee beans. Maybe that's what that is, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm not getting a lot, so. All right. I'm sure everybody's loving listening to us sniff this thing, so that's... Clink. Yeah. More of a clack. Clack. It was a clack. Dylan gets his drink in. Yep. Chews it a little bit. Softly, smoothly. Tastes is much better than it smells. Taste is better? Taste is much better than Taste it Taste is much better. Oh, yeah. Um, there's vanilla on the back. I get it more up front. It's, it's a little astringent from the uh, alcohol, um, which I'm sure... It's been on the shelf for a couple hours. A uh, couple hours. A couple hours. Brand new, folks, for next Christmas. Um, but no, it's, it, it was made for last Christmas. It's still in date. It's a darker beer, so it's going to last a long time. How alcohol, so you can age this beer really well. But that alcohol has, has kind of accentuated itself into more flavors. So a little harshness from that. There's vanilla. I'm not really getting any coffee. I do get the lactose a little bit, a little bit of sweetness. Um, it's a thumbs up. It's a really good beer from Dylan, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of missing the mark on some other things. It's still a thumbs up, though. It's still pretty good. You got a little wooga over I, there. Yeah, I got a wooga off that. And one, I can't really smell. I, I got really a one-eyed wooga where that one eye just clamps closed. What? <laughs> that's a good wooga. That's a Popeye moment. What did you say, Brian? I said I can't really pick nothing out on the smell. Just nothing really stands out. I mean, it smells kind of good, but I can't really pick out what it is. It smelled really vegetal to me. Yeah. It's kind of got like a, uh, like a milky, milky texture to it. That's, I mean, that lactose is going to add to some mouthfeel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lactose adds to your mouthfeel. Like, I know it's an accurate statement. It just sounds. It's a lot of, there's a, the, the, the process in beer and golf <laughs> always sounds dirty. Yes. It tastes crazy. That's why I like them both. It's like, you could say something completely honest and legit, but that... That twelve-year part of your brain is It's creamy as a swallow from the back. Oh. I'm gonna shave some strokes off my swing. <laughs> See, <laughs> you're welcome for that. You can rewind that. Keep hitting that 15-second rewind mark on that, and you can just listen to that over and over and over all day. Why don't you call one of your friends, and we'll make this trip a foursome. Let me go get my balls from the hole. <laughs> okay, now we're we're no longer fourteen anymore. We're moving on. Okay. The beer is for me, but it's not quite as good as some other brewery beers that I've had. As in the brewery, not brewery brewery. Brewery is hard to say. You ever notice how hard it is to say? Maybe it's just me that has issues brewery. with that word. Brewery. And I mean everybody else, when I listen to somebody else say it, they say brewery. 
I feel like, well, no, that's how they say it. The people say, we're going down to Yazoo Brewery, which it's Yazoo Brewing. It was just the first example that popped into my head, but they say brewery. I feel like it should be more enunciated than that. Brewery? Brewery is how it should be pronounced, but they don't they don't say it that way. Well, it's weird because like, if you're talking about the actual like brick-and-mortar establishment, I generally try to say brewery. But when it comes to this beer, just because of the way it's spelled, I say brewery. Because I do, it, I do it, it the opposite way. I, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's spelled it out, B-R-U-E-R-E-Y, and uh, there's no extra E. But you know what I mean, 11%. You know what this means, right? What's that? One of us is wrong. <laughs> Somehow we're both doing it wrong. That's that's going to be the impressive part. Well, actually, uh, whenever you're pronouncing it, it should be uh, the brewery, whereas the brick and mortar is actually pronounced throat wobbler mangrove. No, no, this is actually the, the brewery, <laughs> uh, the family rue, the brewery to row that I've been saying for years that we've been reviewing their stuff. Huh? It's actually brewery. Oh, uh-huh. oh, see, that makes more sense yeah, now. Brewery. Uh. I don't know, something I'm Brad really liked the uh, Monty Python reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a deep cut. you got to know some Monty Python to know Throat Wobbler Mangrove. <laughs> Monty's great, though. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, like I, I think we've gone over um, our 60 seconds, but sometimes... I'm only up to 42 in my head. In your head. 43. I'll get blackout drunk and we can just make this go all night, baby. 44. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't get a lot of the cocoa. Why do I keep saying cocoa instead of coffee? I mean to say coffee. I don't get any coffee. I do get some lactose mouthfeel. I get a little vanilla. I don't get any cocoa nibs. It's still good, but it's missing the mark on what's on the bottle. But I mean, it's still a thumbs up for me. Right, see, I'm catching something that's just really off-putting in this one. I'm not sure. It's, it's not quite an astringent, sharp flavor. But just something that's kind of turning me off of this beer. I don't know if it's booziness, because it doesn't seem to be that boozy, especially no, for 11. It don't, it don't seem that way. Come join my threesome and get turned back on. <laughs> this is starting to get... It's <laughs> starting to get a little cringy here. We're going we're gonna to get sampled in this, and it's going to be interesting. I know, it's a good beer. Kind of a little bit too milky for me. I don't really like the milkiness of it. You don't like the milkiness? <laughs> I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 11%, that's what that was supposed to be. Go ahead and take a couple strokes. I'm going to wash my ball. Are we still talking about... Are we, have we moved back into golf from the beer? Should we treat it like coffee? Were we talking about golf? And spit or <laughs> swallow? Um... I mean... Whoa! That's whoa! That's... If you're spitting, you're going to have to turn around. <laughs> With beer, like many things in life, don't spit. <laughs> um, I've never said this, but don't spit. Let's finish this up and move on. We're sitting at 46 minutes, right. and the bartender's going to get angry and kick us out because we have a new format. Um, for me, Nine Ladies Dancing is a thumbs up, but it misses a few marks. Uh, for me, th- this maybe it's just because I'm trying to do this a little bit quick, more so than uh, we would if it were a video yeah, review. It, it's really uh, hard for this uh, particular. Yeah, I'm going to shoot so a, I'm going to shoot a man on this one, but I think it actually almost borders a thumbs down. This one is just not hit. It's not tickling my fancy parts the way I like. So uh, I'm going to go man on this one. Maybe, maybe revisit sometime again. Okay. Uh, I can see what William's talking about. I give it a man. Uh, can't really pick it apart. Uh, the smell of it is just. Uh, 
don't know, it smells good, but I can't really tell what what's going on right there. The taste it smells of it. good, but you don't know why it smells good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I understand. I have that issue sometimes. But uh, the the taste of it, it's a little bit too milky for me. The lactose in it is a little bit too strong. I don't really enjoy that with a bear, so that's okay. why I give it a me. Me, all right. Yeah. Two mayas and a thumbs up. So, I, right. so I have a thing. What's your thing? I did a thing this weekend. What'd you do? Uh, for the first time in quite a long time, thanks very much to you and your missus, uh, keeping an eye on uh, my offspring, uh, my my wife and I were actually able to go out and watch a movie in theaters rated above PG-13. Oh, nice. Yes. I actually got to go... Uh, I got they to go movies above PG-13? Yeah. After a I while no with kids, idea. you start forgetting this. <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, we, we got to go to the theaters, and um, before we're done today, I might actually snap up uh, an impromptu uh, Three Guys movie review, but uh, we got to go watch Super Troopers 2 opening weekend. Uh, we didn't go to the 420 debut because of work schedules and right, things like right. that, but we did go to the 421, which is where you still enjoy the international date, but you only use a bong. So, but yeah, we we got to go see it, and uh, I'm a fan of the original film. And whenever they announced it quite a while back that they were going to be doing it, I was excited. But I think I was actually a little bit more excited because of the fact that this was a crowdfunded film. <laughs> this is a film where uh, the, the guys from Broken Lizards, who do uh, all the, the Super Troopers, Club Dread, and all those kind of funny, cheesy stoner comedy movies, yeah. really is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, they they gotten into a little bit of a rut where some of their past films were not highest quality. Uh, the last one to two of them, I'll openly admit, I even I didn't like them, and I like the group. It's like when every band puts out an album, and you're just like, well, I bought it, but I'm probably just going to store that one somewhere in the back and not put it on rotation. Uh, you know, I support Jared them. Smith said a couple of those. Yeah, yeah it's like I said, you, you 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 like them, you support them, but you're not going to listen to that. I bought one this, often. so you keep being a band. Yeah, that's that's really what it was. Uh, Broken Lizards, the, the, especially that last one, was just whoa, whoa, almost cringeworthy. It was kind of bad, but I really I really like that group, and I really like some of their movies. They said they said they're going to do Super Troopers too, and uh, because of the fact that they kind of fallen on some real big bombs. There, there was no studio that wanted to get behind them on it. They were just a little too toxic. And uh, the guys literally said, okay, fine, we're going to turn it over to crowdfunding. We're going to see if the people who like our movies, people who like our comedy, are, we'll pitch in with this and we'll make it together. And there's something about that spirit I hoped so good, so so bad that was going to be a good movie. Because of, it's that, that idea of, well, okay, fuck you, we'll do it ourselves. Right. And I love that mentality. And so I'm like, oh, just please let this be a good movie. I really want to be successful because they're they're in a hard lineup right now. Yeah. Because you've got uh, this weekend, they came out. Next weekend, Infinity Wars coming out. You got Deadpool 2 right around the corner. Uh, this is uh, This is some hard competition they're going up against. And they had to fight hard with their distribution uh, companies to get 420 as their release date, but yeah. you know if you're a Broken Lizard fan, you get why they're going with right, that one. Right. So, uh, Dylan and his missus gratefully watch my Hellspawn, and yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, we go out to the theaters. I, I was uh, we went 
like I said, not on the opening night, not on 420, but we did go and watch the 420 showing of it. So, 420 p.m. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the spirit of it. I had to do that. Uh, we go out Saturday evening, watch the movie, and uh, I got to say, it's a good movie. It, it's, it's, I loved it. And I, I was in that mentality of, I bet I'm going to like this movie because I want it to be good. So, I was almost watching myself watching that movie. Like, yeah. okay, are, do you really like this or do you just want it to be funny? And so, I think it actually made me a little harder on it. Like, I am hard on a lot of, like, brown ales when yeah. I review those. I love brown ales, so I, I'm kind of I super hard on them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Well, there was a lot from Super Troopers 1 that made it such a great, hilarious, just it, I, it, I think it's a cult classic. I think it really is. I think it... it, it it's one of those that, to the audience that they play to, is cemented as being one of those movies. So, <clears throat> we, uh, we, we go, and I was disappointed there weren't more people in the theater, honestly. I was Because I want to see this movie do well. I want a crowdfunded movie to really you know, show up on the map. Uh, it was a little bit thin, but that also meant we got the super good seating right in the middle, right in the center. And, to be honest about this movie the opening to it is a little long it's a little slow it opens uh well, if you remember the first one the from the very start you got the stoners in the car they're messing with them from the very get-go this one it it kind of expects you to know what's going on yeah it kind of expects you to have a little experience with the first one and it starts off a little slow and on the other side i'm going to say i was not thrilled with the ending I thought the ending was a little mishandled. It was a little watered down. It's a simple ending. It's a good way to kind of finish it. And it does really leave the door open for another one, mm-hmm. but gives it a finish. Which uh, I actually so appreciate. They can go the either way with it. They can. I haven't seen it. If they don't make another one, it's still an ending. It's still mm-hmm. done. But it does leave a gateway open there in case there is a third one. I'd like to see it. Which I kind of like because a lot of sequels now are a movie to make another movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially see Pirates of the Caribbean on that one. And the second just, one was a movie just so they could make a third. Well, I mean, that, that's a really big issue in Hollywood anyway. I mean, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, The Matrix, uh, I mean, it, it can go on forever, yeah. and I, I've been drinking, so I can't. Yeah, but, uh, so, uh, but, but with this one, the way it does end up, and I'm not giving anything away because, you know, I'm hoping people are going to go want to see this themselves. It, if they don't make another one, it's still done. Right. Like, you could still say, I got questions, but it has a finish. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, if if they're lucky enough and this does well and they make a third one, it does have a point it can exactly pick up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, another thing I'm really big on movies, and I hate it when they don't do this, if you've seen the first one, the whole cast is back. Even some of the offshoot characters are back. Exact same uh, exact same actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw that earlier. Yeah. So, you know, you have uh, all of your main group from Broken Lizards. Of course, they're going to be back. Uh, the Sergeant, what is it, O'Hagan, I think it is? Yes, Sergeant O'Hagan. He's there. And I was super happy to see Ursula is there. Really? Yep. And her and Foster are still a couple. So, uh, I'm, I'm just really big on that. I love to see the same actors coming back yeah. playing the same roles. And uh, even though some of them did just have, like, little snippets... They did take time 
to say, hey, they're still here. They're still the same character. This is all one continuum. Right. And I really like that one. The biggest issue <laughs> that I have with the whole situation, I, I love crowdfunding, but when it's a multi-million dollar studio with people that work there that want to make a movie, that make multi-million dollars a year, I don't like that. I don't like crowdfunding when people have money. And I it really grinds me. And um, Stone, actually, the Stone Brewing actually did something very similar to that. They wanted to open a second facility, or maybe a third. And what did they do? They crowdfunded it. And stuff like that bothers me because you've got millions of dollars in the bank. Even if you don't, you make millions of dollars a year. You get a loan and you do this. Stop asking the people that like your stuff to pay for it. That really irks me. I mean, I still want to see it, but yeah. I, I just... I think that was more of a, like, where they've been shot down. From yeah. other well, I, I, well, I mean, I know if that... If you have the money, then do it. Well, the guys well, the guys from Broken Lizards put a ton of their own money in this one, and I'm going to be fair, I'm not sure how much they really have. Because after Club Dread, things started going downhill that for them. That was horrible. Club Dread was great. I don't know. Loved, I, I, just, I, just I loved Club Dread. Financial. Yes. I'm, I'm a firm believer in but, that. But uh, no, I know every one of the guys from the group fronted a ton of their own money. And then, as kind of like they said in their GoFundMe page, nowadays, just to make a bare budget, raw bone movie, you need at least three to four million dollars. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. they, and they said you know hey the more we can get in the more we can add in you know explosions and uh, we can have some celebrities in it. Rob Lowe is great in this movie, and it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's fantastic to see Will Sasso get work again. Oh, I like Will. Will Sasso's in it, and uh, he's he's fair. It ain't exactly yeah. his greatest moment, but he I like is, Will. I like Will he's very I consistent. Rob Lowe, though. <clears throat> After watching Super Troopers 2, I like him so much more. <laughs> I he, like Oh, he's so good in this one. Uh, so, as I think you could tell by now, is like I said, the front of it, I wasn't great on. The end of it, I wasn't cracked up about. But the meat of that movie is fantastic. It's great. The, the laughs were... I mean, I don't know how you can be so praising of a movie that you didn't like the beginning or the end of. Well, I just... I wanted the ending to be a little quicker. Yeah. But it does kind of pay off because the pacing at the slowness, I think, enhanced the middle of it. Right. Because it starts off kind of slow, and then the timing of the jokes in the middle are really good. It's not just, oh, we're going to try to be funny, 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 funny. Mm-hmm. It's more of slow start, one real good joke, and then another joke, yeah. and then another joke, another joke, and it kind of picks up. It's never just oh we need to be funny every minute. It yeah, just you don't need you, you, don't need you get a kind of a slow open and then you get the meat of it and the meat of it is fantastic. And they do play a little bit to kind of some you know blue collar fart humor to it. Yeah. But they've also got some of that good authentic first Super Troopers. Yeah. You know just outright yeah, funniness if, to if, it. If you watch you know Super Troopers the first one and you know and how funny it was if they kept it funny from start to finish I mean yeah. a lot of us probably going to the hospital. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm not laughing sure how that so, works. Laughing so hard. I mean, I, I get where you're going, but that's. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to laugh the whole so, the whole time. You kind yeah, of you, you did with I Deadpool. Mean, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. So. Um, I I wouldn't put it as fast paced as that one, but it's that kind of same formula. It didn't yeah. need to be funny every minute, but when it needed to be funny, it was. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, like a lot of those blank movies, epic movies, scary movies, they just try to have a joke every four minutes, and then every 
30 seconds every 10 seconds yeah, they crunch it down no they have a very consistent pacing ridiculous. uh overall i would say like i said the the beginning is a little slow but i can appreciate the fact that it was moving into something and then the finish like i said it was a little watered down but it's a dual kind of ending it's a either this is going to be something or this is the end yeah and this, but this- the meat of it that center was a fantastic movie it's uh sort of like when you go and you have a sandwich, and the sandwich is fantastic, but the buns are a little stale, <laughs> it's still a good sandwich. It's just maybe they should have worked on the outside bookends of it. Right, right. Overall, I man, I really recommend you go watch this one. It is well worth it. I'm adding this one to my collection as soon as it comes out on uh, I'm Blu-ray. excited about it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, and especially if you have seen the first one, like I have, don't be afraid of this one like I was. It's well worth it. They did a great I mean, job. You're, you're very cynical on movies anyway. Yes. So, I mean, you, you can watch a movie, the first movie, and love it and be worried about the next one and think it's going to be awful. So, so I mean, you're, you're pretty cynical on that anyway. But well, just because there's been a lot of well, I mean, Maybe happened. that does add credit to it because, like I said, I, you know, a lot of the times I'm not... But, man, my fears were for naught. It is definitely a good movie. I I recommend everybody go and see this one. When you see a when you see a first movie, if you haven't seen the first one though, you're you are going to miss out on some of the references. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they tied a lot of the kind of like if you saw the first one, here's your reward to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like meow, meow, meow's in there. Uh, I'll tell you another way. It's kind of a cut back to the first one. If you haven't seen the first one, you're not going to know what they're talking about it. But there's a joke about a bear in there, Mm -hmm. and one of them says. Rabbit, why don't you go fuck the bear? If you haven't seen the first movie, you're not going to get that joke. But if you have, you know, it's it gets even funnier. The first, If you haven't seen it, it's just kind of like, okay, I guess sex with a bear or whatever. If you've seen the first one, you remember Rabbit in the costume out in the woods as the bear fucker. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's, it's a good movie. They have just enough treats for the people who saw the first one. Uh, Rob Lowe's just stupid it's funny who it's in this for. The, the second one's probably for the people who love um, I think as a standalone one. movie it's pretty good really? yeah Okay. Uh, as a standalone movie you could watch it with no reference to the first one uh, they do a bit of a lazy job of kind of explaining it but in the end and I know I don't try to give this credit to a movie but if you do kind of the oh I'm going to sit and watch the credits it it uh, it's not as lazy as an explanation as you think it is. Let's get back on on the podcast with a great we, cameo from Fred Savage. We got to get this in. We promised that we would review these homebrews. I've looked at these homebrews and I cannot tell by smell nor appearance which is which. If I had to guess, I would say that this one is probably the red, and this is the triple. Okay, so that's why. Okay, to be. so the triple was supposed to be in this one, and the red is supposed to be in that one. Okay, so this the 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 which I mean, you guys can't see this, but um, the triple has got a light brown appearance. Do we get the, one bottle each? Well, or? I I only wanted to get into. Okay, this. We're right. gonna, yeah, we're just going to share this. There's only a couple more, um, and the darker one, which actually matches my red. Uh, I guess, so I'm not going to knock it on the color. But it's, it's very similar in appearance to, to my Irish red. So um, mine's a little bit clearer. But, I mean, you got some chill haze going on. No big deal there. Uh, which that's that's expected from the bottle. Um, smell, though, man. I the, the smell on the Irish red smells to me almost like, like, like burnt, burnt barley, which is kind of weird. 
Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It could be what's used, what what he's using to get that that darker color. Maybe some Kara 80. Maybe could be what's in there. The triple, which should be overflowing with aroma, doesn't have much of a smell at all. No, it, it smells like water. I mean, I, I, I'm I not getting much smell. And I've out never, there at all. I've never had a triple before. So I mean, but the the Irish raid. I think you've yes, had you a triple have. Here. I know you've had a triple. What's this triple? The one from Virginia that got sent to us in those big cans. Those quads. Quads. Was that a quad? That was a quad. Yeah, that was a quad. Wow, that was not a quad. Okay. <laughs> I thought that this was a. Kinda, I thought that was a triple that uh, tasted like a double. That was a quad was a that quad. tasted like a. Okay. Yeah. The red. Then I really like stand red, by my review like of that I, one. Like you said, I kind of smell something. Well, I mean, burnt. this is what a red should smell like. It kind of smells. The red burnt. should smell like good, healthy, fresh grain. And very, very low hop. That's what an Irish red beer should smell like. And that one smells kind of like, I, like I, was, like you said. I'm getting, of, I'm getting kind of a tart, uh, tangy scent off. I of think that this one. may have fermented a little too warm and got some, some, some off flavor from that. I think that's where we're getting that smell. But right. I'm gonna go ahead. So and I'm about to say, which one are we gonna start with? Because I know, I'm, I know which drink, one we should. I'm gonna drink the red. Okay, because right. the, the triple should be what yes. comes after the lighter beer. So. <laughs> So here we go, and uh, we're actually going to taste somebody else's homebrew. The flavor's not bad, though. Kind of big on red, so let's... Now, the guy who made it is 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 more on wine. He makes a really good mm-hmm. wine. I mean, that's no, I mean, the, what the, he brings me. The flavor up front's not bad. Yeah, well, so do I. So. Um, flavor up front's not bad. It's got a little bit of a, a lingering... Um, DMS quality going on, which is is usually from, you can get that from high fermentation or well no DMS is from from your the DMS being extracted from the grain, so it's not getting out. Could be acetaldehyde as well, um, but there there is an off flavor there, but it's not bad. Um, acetaldehyde is from warmer temperatures, unhealthy yeast stuff like that, stressed out yeast. Um, but no, for the red flavor up front's really pleasant, but then it's got a very lingering off flavor that just sticks right in the right on your hangy ball in the back of your throat. It just sits there. Yeah. And I'm 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 waiting on William to pick it apart. Let me pass this one right. to Brad. Hmm. I mean, like I said, it's not bad. Yeah. It, it's got a very nice flavor up front. But um, there's just a hanging, hanging flavor there that just sticks around a bit too long. Yep, uh, I know that. I know that flavor. Yeah. Yes, that is that offbeat kind of. Uh, I, I I say metallic, and this is what I mean: is if you've ever smelled gal- uh, galvanized metal. Mm-hmm. That smell related to taste comes in from it, and it's the exact same one you had before you upped your chilling game. Yeah, yeah. It's from where it took too long to drop that uh, which, which that could be DMS. Um, that is the, DMS. The, the quicker you chill, the the more DMS is is evaporated and, and fades away. Um, a yes. diacetyl rest could have been, could have lasted a little bit longer to help with that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting some some DMS, some diacetyl, and some acetaldehyde. Um, I think it's still very good. Is it going to win awards? No, but uh, it, it is. Pretty it don't good. it don't taste bad. It goes down easy. But it, the, to me, in my opinion, I don't really taste nothing. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's very, kind of it's very mild. But it's, but it's, I mean that's that's kind of the that that's what a, a an Irish red is supposed to be. 
But yeah, that that that's exactly that. Uh, that that's what it is. That's that flavor that uh, we used to get in, in some of yours before you were able to cool it faster. Yeah, see that, that I just gave Brad an Irish an Irish red that is supposed to taste like it. That's what it's supposed to taste like. There's no off flavor in that that we can detect. So that's that's what a, a I won't say top notch because I'm very judgmental about my own beer, but but that's what a stereotypical flavor should be for an Irish red. Okay. So uh, yeah, while, while you're, I, while you're I, drinking I that, lot, we're gonna we're gonna lot. get the triple. I drink a lot of Killian's too, so I mean, comparing it to Killian's. Well, Killian's Irish. is big brew, so Killian's is still a decent Irish. I would recommend Smithwick's over Killian's though. Smithwick's Irish red is pretty damn good. The yeah. triple has I can more taste flavor. The, the triple has a lot more flavor. The aroma is not really there. The triple, though, has got a lot more flavor. Um, maybe more hop than should be in a triple, but it's still not bad. So you just, Brad, you just drank the the other Irish red. What do you compare to that to this? Um, yeah. I don't know. Yours was a lot more smoother. I can taste a little bit more mm-hmm. in it. But I mean, as far as picking things apart, I can't really do yeah, that. Which I mean, that, that's that's but, kind of what an Irish red is. It's very light and mellow. It, it, yeah, no it's light and, and it's light and mellow. There's nothing dark. So the re- that's one of the reasons I'll mix reds and browns in an evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's it's not over. There's nothing in it overpowering whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's just a smooth, nice tasting beer. Yeah. But that one there is just like I can't really get nothing out of it. But do you do you taste that off flavor like? Like, if you taste a clean beer, you should mm-hmm. taste yeast, hops, and yes. barley. Yes. And that's all you should really taste in in a beer. And uh, some people describe all flavors in beer as cardboard, which cardboard would be in 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 the aspect of Like I said, to me, to me it ex- it's expressed it uh, like a metal taste. Yeah. That's, um, that's how it expresses itself to me. Like but, I said, at the um, end of it, it's that kind of that galvanized metal smell on your taste buds. So there's there's a lot of different ways that you can get off flavors in your beer. You can have you can you can have it oxidized, which is going to make it taste like cardboard. DMS, if you don't have a good boil and you don't chill very fast, diacetyl is if you ferment too warm, and if you get. If you, if you don't let it rest long enough after fermentation is complete so the yeast can clean up those flavors, you get some diacetyl. And then you have acetaldehyde, which is another byproduct of, byproduct of fermentation. Fermentation. Man, I should stop talking like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, fermentation. Um, yeah. DMS, acetaldehyde, diacetyl, and um, that. Uh, you can also have astringency. And astringency can come from the actual tannins in the grain. There's a huge amount of things that could be in it. Um, but no, there are some off flavors to answer your question in a long winded response. There are off flavors in this. It's still good. It's not going to win awards in any contest, but it's still good. I don't think that's what he's going And also, no, if anybody's no. wondering, uh, we keep spouting off DMS. That is actually uh, dimethyl sulfide? I believe so. Yeah. But that, yeah. For any of you just really wanting to know, yeah, I mean anybody. Let's do a deep cut on that one. DMS, dimethyl sulfide. I I could have a two-hour podcast about beer and all flavors and the problem process to go about it. Uh, Um, the triple though is pretty good. The triple's not bad. Triple is pretty good. Yeah, the triple needs some more more nose, more aroma. 
but the flavor is um, it's kind of like a triple light. It's it's mm. um, it, it's not you're not getting a lot of clove and banana from that triple. You're not getting a lot of sweetness or <laughs> syrup. Uh, but I mean, yeah, the the triple's pretty good. Hey, uh, uh, it does have of... that very uh, noticeable sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. That kind of. Uh, it, it kind of really suggests, in a not so subtle way, that that was packaged syrup. <laughs> well, I mean, and you. Well, I mean, to, that's yeah, that's I really mean, what you do. But I'm just saying, is like, it's it's a little too uh, on the nose that that's what that was. Right, right. Um, Which is not a bad thing. It still tastes no, good. No, no. I, I think the, I think the triple's better than the red. Um, they're both good. The triple's better. Um, yeah, I mean, just yeah, the triple. Uh, but I mean. I, I say that because I'm a beer snob and I make my own beer. And I've already said I hold my beer to a level of absurdity that I can never possibly accomplish. So I'm confused. Why? <laughs> because tasting the triple and then having you know tasted a quad before, I, I ain't, ain't a quad after a triple. I mean, just yeah. just saying. I mean, I don't, it's a little bit more know. roided up. <laughs> but yeah. a quad is a whole lot more darker than a triple and it tastes com- it's I mean, really not yeah. um, doesn't you, have to you, be yeah the color really plays no part in the stages of a Belgian beer you have you have your, your, your you have your Belgian you have your double your triple and your quad and color plays a very small portion in the naming schematics usually it's alcohol Oh, okay. And the amount of candy sugar or something like that that you're adding to boost that alcohol. I guess I'm just referring to the quad that we had because it to me it just it was kind of darker. I wouldn't use that quad as an example. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was, it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't really the standard. Okay. Um, I wasn't cracked up about it. Yeah. Well, I, that's probably the first quad that I've had, so yeah. and that's all I can refer to. There, there's, that. there's, there's much, much better. Out there. There, I've had I mean, some, I've had some sh- quads that have curled my toes. I don't, I don't want to shit the guy, but, uh, but no, I mean, um, as far as Belgian beers go, any of the Chimay's would be a good launching point. And um, and I would start there and, and go. So up. they're kind of the standard bearer of qua- uh, Belgians, yeah, aren't I mean, they? They're, they're, yeah, because when we when we had that quad, you know how I I kind of said it kind of take kind of reminded me of a of a utopia. Yeah. yeah. And this one here, you know, I figured this one here would be kind of close to that. You know, mm-hmm. going getting ready to. No, no. I well, mean, it, and it's just it's just totally different. So I don't even yeah. know what to think of it. Well, I mean, a quad should be. Tasting. More boozy than a triple, right. which should right. be more boozy than a double. Right. So, I mean, it, it, largely the status no. double, triple, quad is is alcohol related. It's kind of okay. like kind of like IPA and Imperial IPA or double IPA. That that's all kind of it's Just all it's all alcohol, strongness. Yeah. But that's also kind of the uh, the ladder of difficulty you got to go up to. Is once that. Uh, alcohol is cranked up there to a quad level. You've got to have a good enough beer to build around that to where it's yeah, not just, just a wanna, sharp alcoholic you just don't jump right into a quad. That's yeah. what I said. Is that's that's the tiers of difficulty. It's like all right, your your triple is going to be boozier than your double. You're going to have to balance that out, and then you go up to a quad. Well, you're going to have to have something malty and something hearty around right. it, or else it's just going to be this sharp alcohol punch to your mm-hmm. teeth. The, um, the, the, shots. the best Almost. beer, the best beer considered the best beer in the world is West Letter and 12. And I know I talk about it all the time, but that's because it was Valhalla, which I, I don't really feel bad that you missed it because you don't like quads that yeah. much. So, I mean, I don't think you would have really appreciated it anyway. I, I think only you would have appreciated the reputation. Yeah, I, I only miss it because of, uh, 
Sort of the bucket list thing. Yeah. I only miss it because of its prestige. Well, look, look we're definitely going to get some more, and I've got all the stuff to make my clone of it, so um, I'm hoping that it's 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 right on. And I've got kind of my, my process fine-tuned. For last call, I'm going to actually, everybody out there that's still hanging in there, thank you. Um, I think I think the bartender fell in the toilet because he's, he's not. But anyway. Um, I think he's just tired of us. <laughs> I think he's just hiding. I, I think he's just used to it. He knows we're not going to steal from him. Yeah. So he's just clocked out and gone home, and He's, he's tossed a rag on the bar over here, so I guess we'll wipe it down and go home, too. Um, I think that's but, a not-so-subtle suggestion we're going to. <laughs> but, um, no, I, for last call, let's use the opportunity to say, what are some good Belgian beers for you to get into, since we've talked so long about these? Um, we mentioned Chimay. Chimay, red, blue, and white. That's your always, yeah. always where you want to start. Standard beer. Um, you can get those almost anywhere, any bottle shop. Um any of uh, the Rockaforts, Rockafort 8, 10, and 12, you can get those. Mm-hmm. Also, Abbott 12, um, ABT 12, you can get those almost any any good bottle shop. Um, those are really good places to start with your quad. I will say, no, though. No, well, I mean, doubles, triples, and Belgian beers, that's where you really want to go. I will, uh, just as a disclaimer, I'm also going to say, do not be scared you know don't be blown away when you see the price on those they're they're going to be more expensive because they take a lot more time to do which wraps up your equipment for much longer also if you get one and you don't like it don't be upset because they are very hard to get into yeah those aren't those aren't beginner beers at all no this is for people that i'm pretty sure if you're like you know 14 to 17 somewhere in there (laughs) and and that, and that that you know, first beer your dad gives you a sip of that reminiscent one. If it's a Belgian, you're probably never drink again. <laughs> you're probably done forever. Because we all got that memory of like, oh, we got that first sip. If it was a Belgian, you're 40 and haven't gone back. Because that'll break you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it takes some time to work up to a Belgian beer, a lot of beers. But, I mean, if, if you're getting into beer and, and you like IPAs and, and you're ready to move past that and you like some stouts and some porters and you're like, well, what else is out there? Well, start moving yourself into Belgian beers. Maybe not sours just yet because, I mean, they, they can strip your tongue like they have mine. No one else is just mine. Um, but, yes, go, go with some Belgians. Which is why Dylan um, cannot taste Pilsners anymore. <laughs> a lot I can't taste anymore. Uh, I'll put uh, that asterisk on there, though, is if if you you know have kind of wandered out into the waters of, of beer testing and you've expanded what you're willing to try here and there, the payoff on a Belgian is really worth it. Right, right. Uh, Chimay Blue is still one of my favorites. Uh, oh, man, I remember there was one evening that we had gone to uh, see some of our brew friends, and they had Chimay Blue on tap. Oh. And, man, I it made my nipples hard at the El table. Chimay. Like, I struggle I struggle with a lot of beers uh, that are really kind of in those upper uh, echelons of having a, have a good uh, resume behind you. Mm-hmm. And even for me, Chimay Blue is, oh, it's a dirty, dirty, nasty, sweet treat. <laughs> it's it's is, worth it. And you said that's a triple? Or blue, yeah, yeah, blue's a triple. triple. Blue's a triple, right? Because white's the quad. Um, I believe it is a triple. I I don't know that. (laughs) You just know it's good as shit. Yeah. Yes. That's really all you need to know, right there. The Brad rating, it's good as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you can look up on the wall and you can see some very good Belgians. Um, which there are some sour Belgians. Don't start with those. Um. Like up there, I have a tropical triple, which is a sour with coconut and pineapple, and don't do that. 
Don't don't start there. Um, Alma Gang makes some good Belgian beers. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be quiet, but it's hard. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, we we've we've gone over some of them. So. So, uh, anyways, if if you're almost ready, I got a fantastic email this week. Well, I want to hear it. Oh, you yeah, you really should. Cause it's, and Brad, I think this is uh, kind of includes you. Um, anyways, I got a, I got a great email this week. Uh, mine comes in at uh, William at threeguysbeer.com. And if you want to reach any of us individually, you can reach uh, Dylan. It's Dylan at threeguysbeer.com. William, I am William at threeguysbeer.com. And Patrick, uh, Patrick, threeguysbeer.com. And any of our fantastic beautiful thank you so much for joining us beard face mcmud trotter over there <laughs> you you can reach us in general just by emailing admin at three guys you can also just reach the show if you reach out to three guys beer <coughs> that's uh instagram and twitter at three guys beer spell out the word three t-h-r-e-e not the number or else you're going to get something else you can find us on youtube three guys network you can find us on facebook three guys network again that is t-h-r-e-e not the number you're so but good at that i've had a lot of practice over these last <laughs> 20 episodes so what's our email here's the email i received uh one more time william at three guys i'm desperate for your attention i love talking to you people and uh this one comes in from jeff I'm going to throw out names on emails oh, because I'm, I'm I love good, these good, guys. Yeah. All I mean, right. Nobody uses email anymore. So. Yeah, well, Jeff does. It says, <laughs> I've listened to every one of your podcasts. I've noticed that most of the time your guests sound like they get pretty drunk by the end. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why he puts my name in this one. It says, I heard William sound very drunk and recently Dylan has been intoxicated. Not really a question, but I've noticed that Dylan and William are never drunk at the same time, <laughs> and there's never been an episode with everyone drunk altogether. Guess it's not really a question, just an observation. Cheers, guys. Drinking along with you on a Saturday night. I, Jeff. Think, I think it's time that William and I reveal a secret. William and I... <laughs> yeah? William and I are mutants. And our mutant power is that we share a liver. So if we ever imbibe a little too much and one of us has too much, he'll give me a little bit more of his liver so that I can digest and maintain and vice versa. Um, Patrick is not a mutant, so he just gets drunk and then passes out. Um, that's that's the story. That's That's all it is. That checks out, yeah. That, that's 100% right, right there. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly how that works. And unfortunately, Brad and uh, anybody else who, uh, Farmer Nathan, <laughs> Dustin, the rock star, anybody else who's kind of joined us, uh, didn't know what they were walking into. Yeah. Patrick's aware of what we can do. We're, we're like um, the Wonder Twins of alcohol. Something that a lot of people don't know is whenever we first started the concept of the three guys, back before mm. we were actually three guys, we, we had this huge dream in our heads and we started mapping out the concept of what we wanted to do and our show was eventually going to have us with meters on the side of the screen yes. that had our faces on there and as we kept drinking more the meter would rise to show our level of intoxicity and um, and at the time because the, the top was puking right yes and I forgot all about that yeah you're welcome and uh, Patrick never could really keep up with us he's gotten a lot better at it though admittedly you've heard that um, but Patrick at the time never could keep up with us, so he, his meter was always a couple inches above the rest of ours. 
Um, Poor Patrick. Yeah, I mean, but like he's 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 a pro now. But um, I don't know, Brad. I listened to the last episode you were on, Mister Bear, <laughs> drinking good bear. Uh, but no, I mean, honestly, besides the the mutant liver sharing, we just it, the more you drink, the more tolerance you have, yeah. and, and uh, a lot of times. One of us will be like, God damn it, I'm ready to drink and yeah. start before yeah. or depending on what somebody grabs out of the numerous supply on hand, uh, may grab an 11 percenter, which I think is what happened last time you guys got to hear me like that. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're all <coughs> fairly coherent yes. right now, so I think that's pretty good. Um, which if you want to hear Brad at some of his uh, interesting levels, go check out episode 18 if you're just joining <laughs> us on this one because that, that was good, Brad. Especially whenever you forgot we were talking about a thing and just went to your default. That's a good bear. Oh, I, I actually listened back to that one just the other day, and I, that was a good episode. Do we have anything else for Happy Hour? Uh, Even that one, I, like I said, Jeff, Jeff chimed in with that one, and I, I had to read that one. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff, for the correspondence, and thanks, everybody else, for the likes, shares, follows, and subscribes. We appreciate it all, and we would not be here if it were not for you. Um, if we got nothing else, I think it's time to wrap it up. That sounds good to me. Uh, we look forward to hearing you this week. Uh, we're looking super forward to the CBC coming up uh, just a few days from now. Mm-hmm. Road trip time. <laughs> it's been a while since you guys saw us on tour, but get ready. Get out there. Look for us. We're going to be in Nashville at the CBC, and uh, we got a full week of festivities. Yeah, if it happens, any of you guys listening are going to be there. Come find us. Absolutely. We'll be more than happy to spend we'll some time with you. We'll be staying at the Hutch Reception oh, okay. Hotel, and come find us late at night, because we dig that. No, don't do that. No, that's a bad <laughs> idea. Oh, man. Uh, but no, we we actually I will go ahead and say we're going to be at the Flying Saucer in Nashville. So by all means, come out, hang out yes. with us. Um, we we're going to be doing some live stuff at the Flying Saucer. So if you see us in Nashville, anywhere we are, make sure to come out and join us. Um, but I think twenty minutes over. So much for our new policy. Twenty minutes over on the twentieth podcast. That works. <laughs> Here we go. So we got to go, folks. I could be holding you tonight. That's all for happy hour. Happy hour's over. All right, you got 20. Why not stop while you're ahead? You don't care about what I think. Think I'll just stay here and drink.